Father in heaven, we thank you for today's time we have in reading your word. We thank you, Father God, for September the 7th. Yes, Lord. Lord, we enjoy your word. We say yes and amen, Lord. Quicken us, Lord, according to your word. Amen. Lord, enlarge our hearts and our minds, Lord God. Thank you for blessing us once and for all, Lord, with Jesus Christ as our Lord, our Savior, our friend, our healer, Lord. Our provider, Lord. We just thank you for all these things, Lord. You provide peace and you provide the word, Lord. There's mm-hmm. no excuse, Lord. And we thank you, Father God, for all the blessings you've given us, Lord, from head to toe and all mm-hmm. around us, Lord. We're, we are satisfied with our care, Lord. And we Amen. just want to thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Songs of Songs, September 7th. Young man. Chapter 5 through chapter 814. Okay. Here we go. I have entered my garden, my treasure, my bride. I gather my mirror and my spices and eat honeycomb with my honey. I drink wine with my milk. Uh, Our young woman of Jerusalem, O lover and beloved, eat and drink, yes, drink deeply of your love. Young woman, I slept, but my heart was awake. When I heard my lover knocking and calling, open to me my treasure, my darling, my dove, my perfect one. My head is drenched with dew, my hair with the dampness of the night. But I responded, I have taken off my robe. Should I get dressed again? I have washed my feet. Should I get them soiled? My lover tried to unlatch the door, and my heart thrilled within me. I jumped up to open the door for my love, and my hands dripped with perfume. My fingers dripped with lovely and I pulled back the bolt. I opened to my lover, but he was gone. My heart sank. I searched for him but could not find him anywhere. I called to him, but there was no reply. The night watchmen found me as they made their rounds. They beat and bruised me and stripped off my veil. Those watchmen on the walls. Make that make this promise O women of Jerusalem, if you find my lover, tell him I am weak with love. Young women of Jerusalem, why is your lover better than all the others? All others. O women of rare beauty, what makes your lover so special that we must promise this? Young woman, my lover is dark and dazzling, better than ten thousand others. His head is fine as gold, his wavy hair is black as a raven, his eyes sparkle like doves. Besides springs of water, they are set like jewels. Washed in milk, his cheeks are like gardens of spices, giving off fragrance. His lips are like lilies, perfumed with myrrh. His arms are like rounded bars of gold. His body is like bright ivory, 
glowing with lapis lazuli. Amen. His legs are like marble pillars set in sockets of finest gold. His posture is stately like the noble cedars of Lebanon. His mouth is sweetness itself. He is desirable in every way. Such, O woman of Jerusalem, Jerusalem, is my lover, my friend. Young women of Jerusalem, where has your lover gone, O woman of rare beauty? Which way did he turn so we can help you find him? Young woman, my lover has gone down to his garden, to his spice beds, to browse in the gardens and gather the lilies. I am my lover's, and my lover is mine. He browses among the lilies. Young man, you are beautiful, my darling, like the lovely city of Tirsa. Yes, as beautiful as Jerusalem, as majestic as an army with billowing banners. Turn your eyes away for the overpower, for they overpower me. Your hair fails, falls in waves, like a flock of goats winding down the slopes of Gilead. Your teeth are as white as sheep, they are freshly washed. Your smile is flawless, each tooth matched with its twin. Your cheeks are like rosy pomegranates behind your veil. Even among sixty guests and eighty concubines and countless young women, I would still choose my dove, my perfect one, the favorite of her mother, dearly loved by all the one who bore her. The young women see her and praise her, even queens and royal concubines sing her praises. Who is this, arising like the dawn, as fair as the moon? as bright as the sun, as majestic as an army with billowing banners. I went down to the oh, young woman. I went down to the grove of walnut trees and out to the valley to see the new spring growth, to see whether the grapevines had budded or the pomegranates were in bloom. Before I realized it, my strong desires had taken me to the chariot of a noble man. Young women of Jerusalem, return, return to us, O maid of Shulam. Come back, come back, so we may see you again. Young man, why do you stare at this young woman of Shalom as she moves so gracefully between two lines of dancers? How beautiful are your sandal feet, O queenly maiden! Your rounded thighs are like jewels, the work of a skilled craftsman. Your navel is perfectly formed, like a goblet filled with mixed wine. Between your thighs lies a mound of wheat bordered with lilies. Your breasts are like two fawns, twin fawns of gazelle. Your neck is as beautiful as an ivory tower. Your eyes are like the sparkling pools in Heshbon, by the gate of Bat-Ramin. Your nose is as fine as the Tower of Lebanon overlooking Damascus. Your head is as majestic as Mount Carmel, and the sheens of your hair radiates royalty. 
The king is held captive by his stresses. Oh, how beautiful you are. How pleasing, my love. How full of delights. You are slender like a palm tree, and your breasts are like its clusters of fruit. I said I will climb the palm tree and take hold of its fruit. May your breasts be like grape clusters, and the fragrance of your breath like apples. May your kisses be as exciting as the best wine, flowing gently over lips and teeth. Young woman. Young woman. I am my lover's, and he claims me as his own. Claims me. Come, on, come, my love, let us go out to the fields and spend the night among the wildflowers. Let us get up early and go to the vineyards to see if the grapevines have budded, if the blossoms have opened, and if the pomegranates have bloomed. There I will give you, my love. Then the mandrakes give off their fragrance. For the finest fruits are at our door, new delights as well as old, which I have saved for you, my lover. Young woman, oh, I wish you were my brother, who nursed at my brother, my mother's breast. Then I could kiss you no matter who was watching, and no one would criticize me. I would bring you to my childhood home, and there you would teach me. I would give you spiced wine to drink, my sweet pomegranate wine. You left your left arm would be under my head, and your right arm would embrace me. Promise me, O woman of Jerusalem, not to awaken love until the time is right. Young woman, woman, women, I'm aroused. I've aroused you under the apple tree, where your mother gave birth, where in great pain she delivered you. Place me like a seal over your heart like a seal on your arm, for love is as strong as death. For love is as strong as death, its jealousy, as enduring as the grave. Love flashes the fire, the brightest kind of flame. Many waters cannot quench love, nor can rivers drown it. If a man try to buy love with all his wealth, his offer would be utterly scorned. The young woman's brothers. Go ahead. We have a little sister, too young to have breasts. What will we do for our sister? If someone asks to marry her, if she is a virgin like a wall, we will protect her with a silver, like a silver tower. But if she is promiscuous like a swinging door, we will block her door with a cedar bar. I was a virgin like a wall. Now my breasts are like towers. When my lover looks at me, he delighted with what he sees. He is delighted with what he sees. Solomon has a vineyard at Baal Haman, which he leases out to tenant farmers. Each of them pays a thousand pieces of silver for harvesting its fruit. But my vineyard is mine to give, and Solomon need not pay a thousand pieces of silver, but I will give two hundred pieces to those who care for its vines. Young man, oh my darling, lingering in the gardens, your companions are fortunate to hear your voice. Let me, let me hear it too. Come away, 
away, my love. Be like a gazelle or a young stag on the mountains of spices. <clears throat> Amen. Amen. Okay, let me go ahead and read uh, today's study. Amen. Songs of Songs, Thanks. 8, 6 through 7. Paul shows how marriage represents Christ's relationship in his church in Ephesians 5, 22 and 23. And John pictures the second coming as the great marriage feast for Christ and his bride, his faithful followers, Revelation 19, 7 and 8, 21 and 1 through 2. Many theologians have thought that the Songs of Songs is an allegory showing Christ's love for his church. It might be better to say the Songs of Songs is a love poem about a real human love relationship and that all loving, committed marriage are reflections of God's love. Amen. In this final description of their love, the girl includes some of the significant characteristics. Love is as strong as death. It cannot be killed by time or disaster and cannot be bought for any price because it is freely given. Love is priceless, and even the richest king cannot buy it. Love must be accepted as a gift from God, and then shared within the guidelines God provides. Accept the love of your spouse as God's gift, and thrive to make your love a reflection of the perfect love that comes from God Himself. Amen. Amen. All right, Second Corinthians nine one through fifteen. I, Paul, really don't need to write you to you about the ministry of giving for the believers in Jerusalem, for I know how eager you are to help, and I have been boasting to the churches in Macedonia that you and Greece were ready to send an offering a year ago. In fact, it was your enthusiasm that stirred up many of the Macedonians believers to begin giving. But I am sending these brothers to be sure you really are ready as I have been telling them, and that your money is all collected. I don't want to be wrong in my boasting about you. We would be embarrassed not to mention your own embarrassment if some Macedonian believers came with me and found that you weren't ready after all I have told them. So I thought I should send these brothers ahead of me to make sure the gift you promised is ready, but I want it to be a willing gift, not one given grudgingly. Remember this, a farmer who plants only a few seeds will get a small crop, but the one who plants generously will get a generous crop. You must each decide in your heart how much to give, and don't give reluctantly or in response to pressure. For God loves a person who gives cheerfully, and God will generously provide all you need. Then you will always have everything you need and plenty, left over to share with others. As the scripture says, they shall freely and give generously. They shall share freely and give generously to the poor. Their good deeds will be remembered forever. For God is the one who provides seed for the farmer and then bread to eat. In the same way, he will provide and increase your resources and then produce a great harvest of generosity in you. Yes, you will be enriched in every way so that you can always be generous. And when we take your gifts to those who need them, they will thank God. 
So two good things will result from this ministry of giving. The needs of the believers in Jerusalem will be met, and they will joyfully express their thankfulness to God. Amen. As a result of your ministry, they will give glory to God for your generosity to them and to all believers will provide that you are obedient to the good news of Christ. And they will pray for you with deep affection because of the overflowing grace God has given to you. Thank God for this gift to wonderful word for Amen. words. Amen. 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 Any comments? Yes, we like that scripture, Second Corinthians 9, 8. And we pray that, you know, we're generous givers. And I like that it says that we'll always, you know, when that God's the one who provides the, the seed to the sower and bread to the eater. Is that the one we have an amplified on the amplified? Bible? Yeah, Second uh-huh. Corinthians nine eight, which is that God is able to make all grace abound to you, so you'll always have everything you need and plenty left over to share with others. This is this this particular uh, scripture uh, version. Um. <laughs> but it's it's great that um, you know we gotta be. Uh, I like that it said in the beginning, you got a willing gift, not a gift given through grudges, grudgingly. Um, but there's two things that take place. It says that the people will have their needs met, but also God will get glory because of that. You know, there'll be much thanksgiving to God. Because of the gift of giving, so two, you know, there's a multiple multiplication there, or a double thing that takes place. But even so, it's God who gives you more seed. You know, if you steward it correctly, He'll give you more seed to sow. Amen. Amen. With increase because it's up here. I like that. So, so we will have everything we need yeah. and plenty left over to, to share with others. others. To that's, bless that's others. That's my God. Man. Yeah. Uh huh. They share freely and give generously to the poor. Their Amen. good deeds will be remembered forever. Amen. For God is the one who provides seed for the farmer and Amen. then bread to eat. In the same way, He will provide and increase your resources. And then produce a great harvest of generosity in you. Yes, you will be enriched in every way so that you can always be generous. And when you take your gift to those who need them, they will thank, thank God. Amen. Amen, Lord. Thank you. Pray the Psalms. Ask God for His cleansing mercy. Ask Him for the right spirit in which to serve and worship. Um, for Psalm 51, Psalm 51, 119, mm-hmm. have mercy on me, O God, because of your unfailing love, because of your great compassion, blot out the stain of my sins, wash me clean from my guilt, purify me from my sin, it haunts me day and night, against you and you alone have I sinned, I've done what is evil in your sight. You will be proved right in what you say, and your judgment against me is just. For I was born a sinner. Yes, from the moment my mother conceived me, but you desire honesty from the womb, teaching me wisdom even there. Purify me from my sins, and I will be clean. Wash me, and I will be whiter than snow. Oh, give me back my 
joy again. You have broken me. Now let me rejoice. Don't keep looking at my sins. Remove the stain of my guilt. Create in me a clean heart, O God. Renew a loyal spirit within me. Do not banish me from your presence, and don't take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation, and make me willing to obey you. Then I will teach your ways to rebels, and they will return to you. Forgive me for shedding blood, O God, who saves. Then I will joyfully sing of your forgiveness. Unseal my lips, O Lord, that my mouth may praise you. You do not desire a sacrifice, or I would offer one. You do not want a burnt offering. The sacrifice you desire is a broken spirit. You will not reject a broken and repentant heart, O God. Look with favor on Zion help her. Rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will be pleased with sacrifices offered in the right spirit. With burnt offerings and whole burnt offerings. Then bulls will again be sacrificed on your altar. And Proverbs 22, 24-25 says, Don't befriend any angry people. Don't befriend angry people or associate with hot-tempered people. Or you will learn to be like them and endanger your soul. Isn't that amazing how angry people can, uh, can affect our peace of mind? Oh, definitely, even if it's not directly at you. Even if you're in the grocery store and somebody is angry. Uh-huh. You know, it just... That affects you. You just feel bad coming out, you know. You know, you certainly have to be like little children, you know, and watch out for people that are taking pharmaceuticals and they're always tense. Amen. Well, bless the Lord. Thank you for your reading, Anna. Amen. You're welcome, babe. Um,